0: Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 30. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would learn to look to you instead of struggling to accomplish things on our own. We ask this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 30. When Rachel saw that she could not bear children to Jacob, Rachel envied her sister. And she said to Jacob, Give me children, if not I will die. And Jacob became angry with Rachel, and he said, Am I in the place of God, who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? Then she said, Here is my servant girl Bilhah. Go into her, that she may bear children as my surrogate. Then I will even have children by her. Then she gave him Bilhah, her female slave, as wife. And Jacob went into her. And Bilhah conceived and gave birth to a son for Jacob. Then Rachel said, God has judged me, and has also heard my voice, and has given me a son. Therefore she called his name Dan. And Bilhah, Rachel's female slave, conceived again and bore a second son to Jacob. And Rachel said, I have struggled a mighty struggle with my sister, and have prevailed. And she called his name Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had ceased bearing children, She took Zilpah, her female slave, and gave her to Jacob as a wife. And Zilpah, the female slave of Leah, bore a son to Jacob. And Leah said, Good fortune. And she called his name Gad. And Zilpah, Leah's female slave, bore a second son to Jacob. Then Leah said, How happy am I, for women have called me happy. So she called his name Asher. And in the days of the wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrakes in the field, and he brought them to Leah his mother. And Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. And she said to her, Is your taking my husband such a small thing, that you will also take the mandrakes of my son? Then Rachel said, Then he may sleep with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came in from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him, and she said, Come in to me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. And he slept with her that night. And God listened to Leah, and she conceived and gave birth to a fifth son for Jacob. Then Leah said, God has given me my wage since I gave my slave girl to my husband. And she called his name Issachar. And Leah conceived again and gave birth to a sixth son for Jacob. And Leah said, God has endowed me with a good gift, this time my husband will acknowledge me, because I bore him six sons. And she called his name Zebulun. And afterward she gave birth to a daughter, and she called her name Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel, and listened to her, and God opened her womb, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. And she said, God has taken away my disgrace. And she called his name Joseph, saying, Yahweh has added to me another son. And it happened that as soon as Rachel had given birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me away that I may go to my place and my land. Give me my wives and my children for which I have served you and let me go. For you yourself know my service that I have rendered to you. But Laban said to him, Please, if I have found favor in your eyes, I have learned by divination that Yahweh has blessed me because of you. And he said, Name your wage to me, and I will give it. Then he said to him, You yourself know how I have served you, and how your livestock have been with me. For you had little before me, and it has increased abundantly, and Yahweh has blessed you wherever I turned. So then, when shall I provide for my own family also? And he said, What shall I give you? And Jacob said, Do not give me anything. If you will do this thing for me, I will again feed your flocks and keep them. Let me pass through all your flocks today, removing all the speckled and spotted sheep from them, along with every dark-colored sheep among the sheep, and spotted and speckled among the goats. That shall be my wages, and my righteousness will answer for me later. When you come concerning my wages before you, Every one that is not speckled or spotted among the goats, or dark-colored among the sheep, shall be stolen if it is with me. Then Laban said, Look, very well, it shall be according to your word. But that day he removed the streaked and spotted male goats and all the speckled and spotted female goats, all that had white on it and every dark-colored ram, and put them in the charge of his sons. And he put a journey of three days between him and Jacob, and Jacob pastured the remainder of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took fresh branches of poplar, almond, and plane trees, and peeled white strips in them, exposing the white which was on the branches. And he set the branches that he had peeled in front of the flocks in the troughs that were in the water containers where the flocks came to drink, and they were in heat when they came to drink, and the flocks mated by the branches, so the flocks bore streaked, speckled, and spotted. And Jacob separated the lambs and turned the faces of the flocks toward the streaked and all the dark-colored in Laban's flocks, and he put his own herds apart and did not put them with the flocks of Laban. And whenever any of the stronger of the flocks were in heat, Jacob put the branches in full view of the flock in the troughs, that they might mate among the branches. But with the more feeble of the flock, he would not put them there. So the feebler were Laban's, and the stronger were Jacob's. And the man became exceedingly rich and had large flocks, female slaves, male slaves, camels, and donkeys. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 29, Jacob wanted to marry Rachel, but Laban tricked him and gave him Leah instead. So then he agreed to give him Rachel after a week, but then he had to work another seven years for Laban. So now Jacob has two wives. And at the end of chapter 29, we read how Leah started out having four sons, and the names she gives to them tell a sad story of how she wanted Jacob to love her. So now in chapter 30, Rachel is very unhappy in wants children so she tells Jacob to give her children. Of course, Jacob is doing all that he can, so he is angry with Rachel and points out that it is God who isn't giving her children. So Rachel suggests that Jacob marry her slave Bilhah to have children for Rachel, so Jacob agrees. This reminds us of Sarah's suggestion about Hagar. While this wasn't quite the disaster that Hagar was to Abraham and Sarah, it really doesn't make life better for them, but it does bring more children. So, then Leah, not to be outdone, gives her slave to Jacob, and she has additional sons. And then we have this story about Reuben's mandrakes. Mandrakes were supposed to help with fertility, so Rachel wants them in order to have children, and Leah wants her husband to love her. So, she hires Jacob from Rachel for the mandrakes. This is so sad. But Leah does have more sons and a daughter. I would not say for certain that this is the only daughter born to Jacob, But Dinah is important later on, so she is mentioned here. Then finally, not because of the mandrakes, but because of God, Rachel has a son. So Jacob has finally paid off the bride price by working 14 years for Laban, and he tells Laban he's ready to go. But Laban doesn't want to lose Jacob, because Laban has done extremely well with Jacob working for him. And Laban gives God the credit for it. So Laban is willing to pay Jacob, Jacob suggests that any sheep and goats that are born with spots and streaks will be his wages, while the solid-colored animals would be Laban's. This sounds like a good idea to Laban, because I guess spotted animals were rare, so he figures he will not have to pay Jacob too much with this arrangement. So Laban took all of the spotted animals out of the flock and gave them to his sons. The way it is worded, it sounds like this wasn't quite the deal that Jacob had suggested. Jacob had suggested that he be paid the spotted animals right away, But Laban took the spotted animals first, so Jacob would start with nothing and would only get the future spotted animals. But Jacob has his own plan for getting the better end of this deal. He makes striped and spotted poles by stripping parts of the bark off of the branches, and then he places these branches in front of the sheep when they are mating. The idea is that the animals will see spots and stripes when they are mating, and that this will somehow influence the way the coat of the resulting sheep will turn out. And the deal does indeed turn out in Jacob's favor, and he becomes rich. And now for a deeper dive. We see a lot of struggling in this chapter. Rachel and Leah struggling with each other. Jacob struggling with Laban. It was a hard life for Jacob. But God is accomplishing giving Jacob a lot of sons in this process. And we see throughout this chapter that God is the one who's really working things out even though everyone is struggling to accomplish it themselves. Rachel is upset with Jacob because she cannot have children. But instead of praying to God about it, like Isaac did when Rebecca wasn't having children, Jacob is just angry with Rachel. Rachel wants the mandrakes, but that doesn't give her children. It is only when God remembers Rachel that she has children. Then we see Jacob and Laban, and Laban realizes that God is blessing Jacob. Jacob still thinks that he's doing everything for himself, but Laban can see that it is God. Of course, Laban is part of the problem that Jacob is struggling against, and Jacob thinks he's handling things himself with his striped branches. Maybe those striped branches were cutting-edge science in that day. Today, I don't think scientists would agree that putting striped branches in front of mating animals will have anything to do with the genetic makeup of the offspring. Now, Maybe there's something about genetics that modern science doesn't understand. But more likely, I think Jacob was wasting his time working hard on those useless branches here. Because the blessing was from God, not from Jacob struggling. So, how about us? Are we struggling with useless things instead of turning to God? I'm sure we can look back at times in our lives where we struggled uselessly, and we cannot change the past. But what about today? are we going to trust God and ask Him for the blessings, or are we going to struggle? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.